Hey, Wizards fans, welcome to the latest episode of the Off the Bench Podcast presented by the Alibaba Group. I'm Chris Miller of NBC Sports Washington. Today, it's alumni episode as we catch up with former Wizard Rod Strickland, the point guard that dazzled Wizards fans in the 90s. He's now the head coach at Long Island University. And we talked about when he got traded from Portland to D.C. and what it meant for him to play in the district. And after all these years, we asked the question, who would win in a one-on-one matchup between him and John Wall and his team versus Wall's team? Drew Gooden is our special co-host on this episode, so sit back and relax and enjoy our conversation with a man they say, make him jump like Rod Strickland. Wizards fans, Capital One Arena partnered with Clear to help Wizards fans get into the games faster for free. Beat the crowds on game day and enter through designated Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Download the free Clear app and get started today. Well, Wizards fans, when I heard who our special guest was going to be today, I decided I was going to call in some reinforcements, somebody (laughs) that was this guy's teammate for a spell. So this Off the Bench podcast, as we celebrate 25 years, I brought in Drew Gooden to help me. You know him, you love him. But our guest... Usually when he bring me into stuff like that, <laughs> he's going to be the instigator. So we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to find out. We're going to find out. You already know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our guest, make him jump. Rod Strickland, the former wizard in the house. First of all, thanks for your time, bro. It's yeah, always good to see you. Always good. You already know. I so appreciate we'll, you having me. We'll get into the shenanigans in a moment, but I'm we ready. are celebrating 25 years of Wizards basketball, and you were at the beginning of that name change. I want you to kind of describe what it's like to come back to D.C. and be a part of this celebration. No, it feels great. Uh, first of all, like, my, my mother's from Baltimore, so I spent, like, when I was young, we spent summers in Baltimore all the time. So I have family in Baltimore, D.C., Virginia, all over the place. Uh, so D.C. is second home to me. And then after playing with the Wizards, it was even, you know, I was even more fond of it. So to be able to walk back in here and kind of revisit, you know, where it's at now, feels good. Feels good. I didn't know that part about Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. But it makes sense to me when I watch him play. He's a New York City point guard. But there is a little bit of that grit and grind Baltimore style of your game. Well, well we grit and grind in New York. So yeah. You know, don't take that away. Never, never, never. part of New York, though? The Bronx. Boogie down. Go ahead. Uh, well, see, my relationship with Strick, I, always knew, I was always a fan of, uh, of his when he was uh, playing. And um, knew about the history of Strick. Knew, knew about his names, knew about, you know, the teams he played for, especially like when he was in the Portland days. I was a West Coast guy. That's really when I got to see Strick was when he was in, uh, in Portland. And uh, I got to play with him my second year. I think it was my second year. See how we get it old? I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I think it was my it's crazy. Second, second year in Orlando. And we got him, quick little funny story, we got him. <laughs> Like right when the season started, but like twenty, maybe almost twenty games. Twenty in. about twenty. Right games when they talk about you, what, when you try to find that team's identity. Right, the twenty games. We know we needed a PG. We needed a PG and one quick. And you know, Reese Gaines was a, a rookie at that time. Uh, I believe Daryl Armstrong. Just, no, Ty Lue was there. T. Lue was there, and D. A. Just left. Just left. D. A. Just left, and Ty Lue was there. 
but we still didn't have enough depth at that at that PG position and a guy with some veteran experience. And what do you know? Ross Strickly get the get the sign. He got called up, <laughs> and um, and I was like, wow, we got Strick on the team. And real quick, the first game, he didn't have no practices or nothing. Like it was no practices or nothing. See him. Uh, for him. He's an OG. He's, what, 14 years? We just did the math. He's yeah, 14 like years that. older than me at the time, yeah. so I don't know. I was 22, so you was 36, 30, yeah, you 36, 36, 7, somewhere 36, around 37, there. Yeah. you yeah. see what I'm saying? So yeah. he coming fresh off the off vacation, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. into the mix. And i never forget uh, first game, he got thrown in the fire. I want to say he even started for us that first game. I think so. No practice. No, I barely a shoot around, and he ran up maybe about three or four possessions, and it got to that we got one of them spurts where no no fouls were being called, uh, no timeouts, just just that that uh, Death Valley, that that dead man's uh, territory in the game, and I tell you what, he collapsed on the floor. I think he collapsed on the floor one time, threw the ball to threw the ball to Jawan and said, "Get us into something." <laughs> Oh my god. So I was the center. That's hilarious. That's a true story. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, okay, I said, well, I guess that's Ron Strickland. You know what I'm saying? That was the introduction right there. Like, but you you were Drew has this term when he sees people play that's maybe a little unorthodox. He calls them janky. Mm -hmm. But your game, I remember you've told me this over the years, like you would throw up before games. Yeah. Like that was like a part of just who you were. He knows about that. <laughs> like, I got a story on this one. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I, my whole career, before every game, I threw up. Actually, when I got to Orlando and I was in Houston and Toronto, it was kind of the end of my career. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't as much, but I had nerves. So before the game, I would throw up. Wipe my mouth, go out there and play, but uh, but that but that that uh incident he's talking about it was hilarious because I was tired. We were going up and down, and I got to a point where I had a fast break, and I don't know if I got fouled or whatever or somebody hit me, but I remember laying the ball up, and just falling out, and I'm like arms stretched out, and then I looked up and I looked at the bench and I saw Grand Hill and everybody just stayed died laughing. laughing. We were in Dallas. Yeah, I think we was yeah, in Dallas yeah, at that time. Yes, yes. But yeah, so. I threw up before every game, and I, you know, I look at myself and I look at my game, and I think it was a little unorthodox, a little janky. You know, I was able to create shots for my advantage, and they were unorthodox, a little different. But it was a, you know, it was a way for me to impact the game, and a way for me to show people that I was different, and a way for me, like even ego-wise, mm -hmm. like all that off the backboard and running in somebody's chest and laying them, like that was ego for me. You know, I got a kick out of it. I got a kick out of going in a big man's chest, switching hands or, you know, moving the ball and then seeing their face afterwards, you know? So, yeah. I he told me that before. So he did this documentary on Rod. Uh -huh. um, it was called Make Him Jump. Uh, the whole premise of Wu-Tang giving a shout out for him in the song. Did you know that, by the way? No, I did not. Yeah, okay. I did not know yeah. that. We, we schooling. Yeah, we school. But Rod would always talk about, like, he could dunk, but he would rather just get into a big's body like that, he said, yeah. and lay it up. When you, when you said you remembered seeing him play before he became your teammate, was that, how, how would you describe his game? Janky, I mean, <laughs> I mean no left hand, right? No, no, left no hand. I had left you hand. Had a left so hand. let me say this before you go, right? Because your man- uh, Johnny Davis. No, 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 forget Johnny Davis. What's our guy? 
that we play with, right here from Maryland. He's going to oh, be mad Bogues, at me. Bogues, he Bogues. Bogues, one, th one time I saw him afterwards, and he used to tell me we were on the layup line and something about my left hand. And I'm like, Bogues, what are you talking about? So I guess you're, you're saying the same, same thing. thing. But if you look at film and you look at video and you watch me back in the day, I, when I first got in the league, the scouting report was that I went left all the time. And then I kind of changed up and, you know, adjusted in both ways. But I remember that. And I used to, me and Bogues went at it with that. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean I didn't have a left I, hand? I think, I think part of it was, <laughs> one, that every time you got to the rack, you had that, that reverse yeah. English yes. on yes. the other side yes. with that right yes. hand. You know yes. what I'm talking about. Yes. He, was, he was going under the basket and Absolutely. spinning. Absolutely. On the other way, I was like, man, you could just easy went like yeah. that. He put yeah. the extra on it, the finesse, <laughs> that jelly yeah. on it, right? <laughs> and it, went, it was money. Mm -hmm. It was money. But I remember one shoot around, he was on the left side of the wing, and we were running like a wedge, like a hawk, a hawk cut for somebody in the post. And you threw a behind the back pass when he was coming coming down. And it was on the money, you know, you a vet, you know, vets get passes like that, especially in shoot around. And I remember Johnny Davis stops, he's like, Can you just make a regular entry pass? And his streak was like, that's the only way I know how to pass it on that, <laughs> on that side. <laughs> no, no, but see, that's what's so crazy. Like, and uh, what's my man, Andre Barry. You know Andre yeah, Barry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always tells me, he said, man, you can never throw a regular pass. He's like, you always got to no look or put something on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, I grew up, I love Magic Johnson. Yeah. So no look passes and all that. Like, you can even go back to the Wizards. There's something, Calvin Chaney. I got the ball, Calvin Chaney makes a cut. He makes it, throw a pass, make a cut. I'm at the foul line. I throw the ball back this way. Like, that was just a part of my game. You know, yeah. that, that yeah. was just a part of my game. So, I, I think from that shoot around, maybe me and Bowles probably whispered, it's like, well, yeah. you can't throw a pass yeah. with the left hand. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's your game, right? Yeah. But yeah. it was effective. It was yeah. highly effective. Yeah. And yeah. I, what was more impressive, how quick he got in shape yeah. after, that, after that one game. Yeah. And yeah. just to get back to the, uh, the story about him, um, you know, having those nerves before the game. About 10, 10 11 <laughs> games in, now, you know, we, you sort of get the routines of all your, your teammates. And uh, I knew strict, once we got to a certain point in the layup lines, right before, right before the game, about to he jump. Dip. He did. He go run in the back. <laughs> so, so, I'm going to cuss on this part. <laughs> so, I was, like, I was like, you know what, Bogues? I'm about to go follow this. <laughs> I'm about to go see. I'm about to go see what he's doing. Why did, at the same time, like six minutes on the clock or something, like dip, pew? I said, let me go see what he's doing. So then I, you know, I come in the bathroom. I'm like, I'm seeing. So I'm starting looking up under the stalls, like, where's where did he put his feet? You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. I'm like, oh, he up over there. I just hear, yeah. Strick, you all right? Who it? Strick is Drew. You good? Yeah, I'm sure I'll be out in a minute. I'm like, all right. I'll run back in the layup lines like, bruh, you didn't throw it up. <laughs> so then, yeah. then, then Bose came back. We started talking about it. He was like, y'all, I get nervous before the games. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, you're almost 40 years old. You still yeah. nervous before these yeah, basketball games. How long has that been? Has it, how, that it was like that from like almost the beginning of my career. Really? Yeah. And, and it's funny because Juwan played with me here, Orlando and Houston. By the time we got to Houston, coaches on, Van Gundy's on the board. Uh, and I go and I go and back and throw up. Team hears me, and Juwan's like, "Leave him alone. He's good. He's getting ready. Like, don't even worry about <laughs> That's it." That's part you know, of the routine. That's ritual. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna ask you about the trade from Portland here. Mm -hmm. It was you and Harvey Grant. Yep. You guys were traded for Rashid and 
uh, Mitchell Butler. Mm -hmm. um, what do you remember about like the phone call telling you, hey Rod, we're moving on, we're sending you to DC? Well, it was never a phone call. So Portland and I were having these conversations about contracts. I think I wanted to renegotiate. They didn't want to. So, you know, it was like tension. So a friend of mine, uh, son passed. So I was at the repass and the families and everyone was there and all the little kids ran in the room. Said, you just got traded, you just got traded. Oh, wow. I swear to you, so I'm like, really? They was like, come on, they grabbing me. Come look, look, look. <laughs> and I go in there and I watch ESPN and I, I, I caught the end of it. You know, Rod Strickland is traded to Portland. The last name. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You found out That's you were traded by out. watching television. That's how I found out. That's how I found out. That's a new one. Yeah. Well, I got cut in Houston on the answer machine. <laughs> so Jeff Van Gundy left a message for me. So I'm leaving the house. Uh, my kids were there. You know, I'm giving them the hug. Yeah. You know, I'll be right back. You know, I'm going to practice. By the time I got out the hallway, I, I checked my messages, and it's a message from Van Gundy. We had to make a move, and because of that, da da da. That was the last of me in, in the NBA environment. It was a phone now, call saying thanks so, for your service. Some, wow. For some reason, I thought you went to Toronto. Did you go to Toronto? I did before Houston because I I left you guys and went, and to, went Toronto. to Toronto, and then we got picked up in yeah, Houston. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick story about Toronto. Yeah. I go to Toronto, and I only went because they were on the cusp of making the playoffs and Jalen Rose, Alvin Williams, all these guys were hurt, so they were looking for a guard. So I get to Toronto, and again, no practice, no nothing. We go to Indiana to play, right? We beat Indiana, I had 17 and 15. When we get back, everybody else How old are you at this time? I'm, that was next to my last year, so I was about 37. See, see, right? see that's what a lot of people don't understand. <laughs> Like, yeah. this is not, it's like, you're yeah. my age right now yeah. going through this, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And, and I get there, now Jalen is back, Alvin's back, so now I'm not playing. And I'm mad as yeah. because, of, you know, but it was yeah. just interesting. As soon as, they were ready to sit out until they saw somebody come. Yeah. And then they, you know, know, you know what they call that? It's like that. being backdoored. <laughs> like, no, this is a basketball. That's called, yeah, that, no, that's called, called business. a magical pill. All yes, this, uh, yes, uh, uh, yes, yes. I, I looked I look these numbers up, and I, I wanted to make sure I, I got these right because I got to give you your props. Um, your best season was 97-98, ironically, when you led the league in assists mm -hmm. at 10 and a half. Yep. You've scored over 14,000 points in your career, nearly 8,000 assists, and over 4,000 rebounds. How the hell did you not make an all-star game? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to take a piece of that, but it's like twofold. Uh, but I think, and I always tell people this, if I could do it over again professionally, I would have been different, right? I was a hooper. The professional part, I mean, I'm from New York. I'm used to coming at the beginning, at the <laughs> beginning to tip off with white Air Force. Like, you know, my mentality <laughs> yeah, is just yeah, yeah, yeah. different. Mm -hmm. So the business part, I think I had a hard time with. And I think that hurt me. Uh, you know, uh, and I think, you know, it kind of gave me a reputation. And then, so the fans are not going to vote for me. So it's going to be up to the coaches. Gotcha. And so I was never going to get that <laughs> nod. nod <laughs> you know what I mean? And then if it came to the NBA office picking, I wasn't going to get that nod. Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen for me. But I tell people, like, the craziest thing is I made All-NBA second team that year. Yep. So how do you do that and not make the All-Star? Yep. Like, that's the weirdest thing. And if you go to my stats in 90, just go to whole 1990 to 2000, and you look at my stats, 
and you put with the top guards, I'm right there. And I mean in every category. I mean points, rebounds, uh, assists, steals, mm -hmm. I'm there. So, you know, I always tell people, I feel a little way about it because yeah. I would love to be introduced as four-time All-Star, three-time All-Star, and, yeah. and I should have had that opportunity. Mm -hmm. But it's twofold, you know, I got to eat some of that. It's interesting that you, at this juncture in your life, kind of realize, like, if I would have did this, if. Definitely. How old are you now? If the version of Rod Strickland could talk to the 21-year-old yeah. Rod Strickland, that'd probably be the first thing you would probably say to yourself. No, the right? professionalism, without a doubt. I just wasn't up on it. I just wanted to hoop. Mm -hmm. I didn't want. I didn't want anything to do with TV, interviews, people. Like I wanted to hoop. I wanted to get on the court and show people I can hoop. All the other things were kind of hard for me. I got you. I, I think it was like that for a majority of the league, though, at that time. It was, I mean, the veterans that we had coming in, with, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, got away with a lot. Got away with a lot, you know what I mean? Got away with and, a lot. You know, and those are the guys that kind of take you under your wing, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. New York City point guards, We were. I asked you this a couple of years ago about giving me your start, your top five, and you said it was hard for you. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to tell you something that happened this past summer. I'm in Las Vegas at a fast food spot, and I see Kenny Anderson. Mm -hmm. I literally walk in, Kenny's there because he's there for an AAU tournament. And I said, you are one of my favorite point guards. I said, one of. And the reason why I didn't say you are like my favorite point guard is another New York City point guard is, is right there. Mm -hmm. And he said, who? I said, Rod Strickland. He goes, he stopped everything. Yeah. That's my man. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. I started yes. getting into it. Yeah. So I said, give me your five best point guards that ever come out of New York. He's like, man, that's hard. He said, but I'm in the top five, <laughs> but Rod's ahead of me. Mm, mm. When Kenny Anderson says that about you, how does that make you feel? No, that's great. I mean, because I put him ahead of me. And, and I'm only saying this, so, okay, let's do this. When I talk New York, I think I go from the, the playground to high school, you know, college, whatever. Not the pro, you know, you can make a different... But, like, when I look at the impact he made uh, in high school, like him, Steph, and all those yeah. guys, like, you know, those are the guys. I played in high school maybe two years in New York, mm -hmm. you know, then went to Oak Hill or whatever. Uh, so I look at those guys, I revere those guys, because I, even being an older guy, I watched them. Like, I was a fan. Like, I was fanning over these two young guys mm -hmm. because they were so dominant in that time. But, you know, to the, to the uh, top point guards, it's hard because I try to respect New York b-ball. You know the utmost, right? Where's so I don't. Pearl? Well, for me, Pearl is number one. Okay. So Pearl is my idol. Like I, if, when Pearl passed, I looked at his videos online, and when I look at Pearl, I see me. Like when I watch him throw the ball out in front, you know. When I watch him in and out, when I watch him avoid the, the defender, that's all me. But I got that from him. So Pearl is always it for me. Like he's number number uno all the time, even when Pearl was here, God bless. I played in the league for so many years, he didn't. But when I was around Pearl, I felt like the little kid because that was my idol, that was my inspiration. Like, you know, that he was a big impact in, you know, what I did as a hooper. We're talking about Pearl Washington for the Pearl people Washington. that don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, I tried to run like him in high school. I got my high school, I have, no, I'm serious. I have my high school, uh, 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 city championship and state championship games on DVD. And me and my backcourt partner, you could see us trying to run like Pearl. <laughs> yeah. Like he had such an impact, you know? So it's hard for me to like, 
Because you can go so far back. You got Tiny Archibald. Right. You know, you got a guy named Joe Hamm. Like, there's so many guys. But, like, Kenny, Steph, Mark, uh, Kenny Smith, you know, those are guys that are kind of in my right. range. Uh, the ones out that were a little bit before me that I looked up to and then the ones right behind me. So I would put a mixture of all those guys. Tiny Archibald, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know people say Bob Cousy, but I didn't see Bob Cousy right. play. I can't, you know. So those are kind of probably the guys. I want to ask you two more, but I want you to jump in with a question. Today's NBA, today's point guards. I know your godson is Kyrie, mm -hmm. but I want you to describe the point guard play in the NBA today. Well, I mean, it's buckets. It's, it's attack. It's three-point shooting. It's ball screens. Uh, I mean, it's different, obviously. Because, uh, I mean, it's an attack first game. It's a shoot first game. It's a three-point game. You know, I grew up in the era where there was two, two bigs on the block. And you played inside, outside. You cut off that. You get in transition. You make plays. Things break down. It's ball screens. But everything kind of started, you know, so you even think about it. Even penetrating, you still had two people there. And then it was physical, and you had to figure that out. You know, now everything is outside in and we're shooting three-point shots, and we're setting these ball screens, but everybody's high. So now you're coming off ball screen, there's not really shot blockers. You know, you get the lobs, you know, in transition, you're looking for three-point shots. So it's just a different different beast. So I don't, it's hard to compare. Uh, you know, I'm acknowledge and appreciate what's going on now, but it's different. But I believe that we had different IQs. Like I tell people, if you put me in this era, and I don't care what anyone said, Three-point shooting, you can practice that because, you know, it's evolution. So if I was in this time, I would be shooting threes. Right. But the IQ we had, I think, is different. So I think if you put me in a ball screen now with all this, everybody's out, I'm going to kill that. I'm going to dissect that. And then I'm going to make layups. <laughs> like the shot blocking is not the Way same. easier to finish. And I'm going to make that. the right play once I'm in the middle. and with Because if you watch basketball now, Back then, you had different teams who played different styles of defense. So you had to figure it out from time to time. If you watch basketball now, like everybody's rotations are the same. So me as a point guard and knowing the defense the way I knew it, when I come off that ball screen, I'm going to find who I'm supposed to find or I'm going to make a play. I mean, that's basically was my question. <laughs> like, how was your game uh, translating today's game? Um, mm -hmm. I think we need to get right up into it. You ready to get to it? Ready to get right up into oh, you ready? Right I, I'm just curious because well, I'm looking at it on paper. I'm going to let you get to it and I'll explain. Okay. And I so, explain. Drew and I spend a lot of time together, maybe too much time together. Not only just calling games, but we're they on the road. For that, though. Yeah, yeah. So, we were on the bus. Was this the first time we brought this up? Were we on the bus or the plane? I think we were on headsets. We were on headsets? We were on headsets, and I was thinking. Okay, so. The 97-98 Wizards went 42-40. and 40. Mm -hmm. How would they fare against the 2013-14 Washington Wizards that went 44-38? and 38? So I'm going to have you look. Hey, here's what I did. I ain't even got to look. We go, we go So I, I, I put the starting five for each team, and then I just put three bench guys. Mm -hmm. I didn't put the whole team and then the head coach. I just want you to look at it before you tell me what's going to happen. And I want you to tell me who wins and why. Should we name the roster off first? So we'll, we'll do it. We'll let people. I want Rod to see it first before okay. we 
Okay. Uh, man, I think we win that. And I know, you know, I know I'm going to get some pushback, but. I didn't put Tim Legler on there anyway, by the way. You notice what I did there. Yeah, and, and, and Legler yeah. makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's a shooter. Yeah. Uh, but you got Tracy Murray there, Calvin Chaney. I mean, John Wall and Bradley Bill, you know. Uh, but I think me and Jay Wall, I don't know. <laughs> I know Jay Wall ain't gonna like this, but I'm, I'm gonna get you, Jay Wall. <laughs> but, okay. So what would, what would be what would be your strategy against somebody like John Wall? No, that to be, type of pe- to be well, honest, he coached him, like, so he knows this. Yeah, but the- but to be honest, like I'm 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 kind of playing kind of serious, but Jay Wall is a beast. He's an animal and he's a killer. So that's a problem. I ain't yeah. gonna sit and lie to you. And then he's so fast in transition. I think it would be us going back and forth at each other in transition. Mm-hmm. And then we're two bigger guards, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm a post up guard. I'm gonna post him up. Yeah. Uh, but Jay Wall is gonna come at me. He's gonna be like that. Could be a depending on foul trouble or depending on you know we taking the same shots, getting to the same spots. Whoever makes him that night. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. I'm being. But Jay Wall is a yeah. killer, killer. So y'all so, going at it. Yeah, definitely. But we talked about the the two bigs. You were talking about the two bigs. Mm-hmm. Gortat, Nene, you, Al Harrington. <laughs> Y'all had some bigs, too. And, but then you also got to see where we were in, at that point of our careers, too. I mean, Al was already, what, 15, 15, 15 years? 15 but years I'm, I'm trying to see it as everybody's at their best. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? But this crew is, no, I'll take that back because the more I dig into the crew, you know, you got Andre Miller, you got Drew, you got Al Harrington, Nene was a beast, uh, Gortat was something else. Uh, so this this would be interesting. Interesting. You know, more than more. Okay. At first I was kind of like on this side, but the more I dig in. You looked at that left column, but now you look at I'm that right. Because I'm going to, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm on give. That, I'm on that right side on that roster, and mm-hmm. I told them y'all would whoop our And that that may be true, you know what I'm saying? But this, you know, because Bradley Beal is a beast. Like, so this backcourt is a monster. I I think it's going to come down to where it goes. C-Web. C-Web for sure. For sure. So it it comes down to C-Web. And if you go Ben Wallace, the real Ben Wallace, then we're. It's a wrap. It's it's a wrap. But but it's it's that team that year. Okay, that, that team lost. that year. Yeah, I think we 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 edged them. We edged them. Tracy Murray's such a great shooter. I'm gonna handle the the whole situation. Cal's gonna hit shots, but I think C Webb becomes the beast. Uh, he becomes a problem. C Webb was an actual. Pro- uh, to this day, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Mm-hmm. C Webb. As soon as they got rid of C Webb, I, I knew it was over. Mm-hmm. Like C Webb was the engine because you know then you had me and him playing ball screens. You know he has the mitts you know, in transition. And C. Webb was a stat stuffer. Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. And he had the mojo, him and Jawan, you know. So, yeah, I think we would get him. But but this would be interesting because Andre, well, Andre Miller was older at that time. Uh, but, yeah, we, we, we probably would get him. How would you guard him? Well, I, well That sounds I mean, a little different. I mean, oh. Drew going, what you going to give him? You going to face up? You can give it under, you know, at the basket. You can come out, you know, on the perimeter. So, you know, you're going to have to, yes, <laughs> yeah. janky. You know what I mean? So you're going to have to play him straight up and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and try to make it hard for him. But he, Drew's super versatile. Like, you can outside, inside, you know. So for the folks that are listening to the podcast, I'm going to give you the, the rosters. And as Drew always and I like to tell people, you went to school, you do the math. 
The 97-98 Wizards team is led by Rod Strickland at point guard, Calvert Chaney at the two, Tracy Murray at the three, Jawan Howard playing the power forward, and Chris Weber at the center. The three bench guys that I put on there just for, just pick three guys, Chris Whitney, backup point guard, Harvey Grant, power forward, and Ben Wallace. The head coach is Bernie Bickerstaff. For the 13-14 Washington Wizards, again, went 44-38. and 38. Wald Beal in the backcourt, Trevor Ariza the small forward, Nene power forward, Marching Gortat the center. Coming off the bench, we've got Andre Miller at point guard, Andrew Gooden, power forward, and Al Harrington with Randy Whitman being the coach. I think the coach, too, might be an X factor also. Yes, yeah, it's definitely going to come down to some coaching and strategy, but the debate was who was the second best team in franchise history. So we already knew the championship team exactly. trumps everything. But then we couldn't find who was that second best. Oh, it has to be arenas in them. You think it's the big three? I think it has to be. I think they, I think because they went to the playoffs and then they get out of the first round. LeBron beat the, well, they never got, the <laughs> they never got out of the first round. Okay, he, well, was, he was part of one of those teams. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Okay. I think so, but he, I, but you were part two I, of the three teams. Two, two, of two out of the three, yeah, they couldn't get past okay. it. So I like that group, though. I thought, for some reason, I thought they got out of the first round. Yeah. So that makes it different, too. Yeah, um, and then we almost got to the. Eastern Conference Finals twice. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Got beaten the second round twice. Hey, well, so, I uh, thought they got, um, yeah. So, so that makes broken a broken hand, cost them one year. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would, and maybe that's a 2K thing. You think we get 2K to put them two teams together? It. Yeah, Ooh. I could simulate that. Because yeah. yeah, what I told him is I thought you and John would cancel each other out. Mm -hmm. I think you totally cancel each it's other who out. Gets, who gets in foul trouble in that situation mm -hmm. right there? Mm -hmm. You got to stay out of foul trouble. Yeah, because we're going to go at, like, yeah. that's going to be, and, and that's, because I was one of those guys, I already know what he is, but I was one of those guys when we played against guys like that. Put them on a block. I got to, right, but I got to come at you. You know, Johnny Davis, when I was in Portland, not at Orlando, he was assistant coach in Portland. When I first got to Portland, he told me, he said, you go get them before they get you. And that was, like, that sounds so simple. Yeah. But that was the mentality when I played against certain guys, because I knew they were coming at me. And I don't think people understood like that when, when guys know you coming back at them, you know, it neutralizes some of the cockiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was always one of them when we had to play against certain guys and, and and I mean this out of respect, that I was, you know, I gotta come at you like right away. Mm -hmm. Like Nick Van Exel. Like I know tricky Nicky, like <laughs> if he get hot it's over, you know, he start all that. Mm -hmm. So my mindset going in, like, yo, I gotta go. I gotta start going that no. Or you got Tim Hardaway or right. GP, you know, like those guys were just hitters. Different. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough night. The over there yeah. too. Yeah. It's a long night. Yeah. Kenny yeah. Anderson on yeah. it. I want to end with this. Rod Strickland's legacy as a basketball player as you see it today is and was what? Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm not good at that. I don't know. I just know. What did you give the game of basketball? I, I, maybe that's a better question. Oh, I think I gave it a different look. <laughs> no, I just think uh I don't know. I, I just tried to be the best basketball player I could be. I tried to play the game the right way. You know, I think every time I stepped between those lines, it was about winning. It wasn't about stats. You know, I was okay with eight points and 18 assists or 30 points and five assists. Uh, so I just think competitively I tried to compete and I tried to play the right way. Uh, so that's, I mean, to me, that's it. Make them jump. Yeah. That's all we need. My man. Thanks, PG. Yes, sir. Thanks, Absolutely. Hey, you know, one last thing.
zoom in on his hand. <laughs> one other last janky thing he used to do yes. was tape every one <laughs> la- every one last of his knuckles. I'm talking about every last. No, one. it wasn't all of them. It was five. Five. Was five. I, I thought you were doing the top nah, joint and no, the bottom joint. I think it was three on this side and two on this side. But okay. it, it started out because I was popping okay. my fingers, and then it just became routine. People remember me from that. The knuckles, brass knuckles on while you were hooping. And then, you know, he he just gets to the team, so we're like, me and Bob's like, you asking. I'm like, man, you asking. (laughs) (laughs) We're sitting there like this the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) That was good stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys.